This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Mr. D Math and More podcast series. And this week, I'm going to take you into a world that has some great implications, not only in high school math, algebra and beyond, but in the real world. You know, parents often ask me about the ways that students can learn their times tables. How can they have different ways to work with their multiplication facts? Why are you doing that? Well, one reason you're doing that is because everybody says that's what you're supposed to do. But think about this. When's the last time that you, in your everyday life, were faced with a multiplication problem? Now think about that. Now, if you think through, you may come up with some times, say, oh yeah, I had to multiply, and you say what it was, and you figured it out, and off you went. But if you really think about that, it may take you a little while to come up with something. Yet we want our young people to learn their multiplication facts. I want them to learn their multiplication facts. You want them to learn their multiplication facts. Even they want to learn their multiplication facts. But what if you take a look at the real world? Are you ready? Let's say that you have the area of a room in square feet. And it's 36 square feet. Now, if somebody said to you, hey, that room over there, it's a 36 square foot room. Now, you might say, yeah, you know, I think about that from time to time. That sounds familiar. It pops up in a conversation. And then you're going to be left with this. What are the possible dimensions? Now you have to start to think about what would you multiply to get 36 square feet? Would you use 6 times 6? Would you use 4 times 9? 12 times 3? All these different ideas start coming to you. When you think of the question that way, you're going to think of more real world problems where you have the answer and you need to figure out what multiplies to make that answer. Go figure. In algebra, one of the hardest concepts for students is factoring. But if you start teaching your young people now, it'll be a breeze for them later on and it's fun. They won't even know that you're teaching them algebra skills. They're just thinking that you're playing the, here it comes, the multiply add game. The multiply add game? Well, how do you play that? What is that? Well, first of all, I made it up as a game, but you're going to see that you may have learned this yourself a long time ago. You just didn't know it was a game. All right, well, here's the game. Two numbers that multiply to make 36, and at the same time, those same two numbers add together and make 12. What are the numbers? By the way, you can play this over and over and over with your young people. All right, let's say it again. What two numbers? They multiply and make 36, and at the same time, add up to 12. When you're thinking about it, you think, oh, well, that's easy. It's six and six. Okay, great. Well, wait, what two numbers multiply and make 36, but now they add up to 13? And you say, well, whoa, whoa, wait, what? Now, let me think about that. Well, what else could multiply and make 36 that adds up to 13? Oh, nine and four. Now, in my algebra classes, I actually teach students how to come up with those numbers using prime factors, which is a whole other conversation to have, a whole different game to play. But for now, just play the game. What multiplies and makes 36 and adds up to 13? Nine and four. Let's play some more. What multiplies and makes 36? That adds up to 15. Oh my goodness, there's two numbers that add up to 12. There's two numbers that add up to 13. Now you're saying there's two numbers that add up to 15? Yes, what are they? Oh, 12 and 3. 12 times 3 is 36. 12 plus 3 is 15. Okay, let's play some more. What two numbers multiply and make 36 and at the same time add up to 20? 
and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, the numbers keep getting bigger. This is a great conversation to have with your young people. As the numbers are getting bigger, what's happening then to the numbers that I'm using to multiply and make that 36? They're getting further apart. We started with six and six, those were the smallest, that added up to 12. Nine and four, that added up to 13, it got bigger. 12 and three, that added up to 15, while still multiplied and make 36. What's going to multiply and make 36 and add up to 20? Well, the numbers have to get even further apart than 12 and three. So I gotta go less than three, let's go to two. Gotta go more than 12, well, you got it, two and 18. Two plus 18 adds up to 20. Two times 18 multiplies, it makes 36. This game is awesome. Now, here comes a tough one, are you ready? How about this? Two numbers that multiply and make 36, but they add up to 37. And you think, how is that possible? How could the numbers add up and be more than the number itself when you're doing multiplication? What multiplies and makes 36? That at the same time, the two numbers add up to 37. Do you have it? Well, think about if 18 and two were the ones we just made to get 20, the numbers have to get further apart. How much further can they go? Well, you probably got it now. 36 times one. 36 times one is 36. 36 plus one is 37. Can you imagine how often you could play this game with your young people? But wait, there's more. We're gonna start teaching them about negative numbers. They don't even know that they're negative numbers. We're just gonna say that they're gonna be subtracting. Same number, 36. Two numbers that multiply and make 36 and at the same time subtract and make nothing. They make zero. What two numbers could multiply and make 36 that at the same time subtract and make zero? Well, of course, six and six. How about this? Two numbers that multiply and make 36 at the same time subtract and make five. You would say nine and four. Okay, wait a minute, what now? Now the two numbers do what? They multiply and make 36, but they subtract and make nine. Oh, 12 and three. Oh, here you go, are you ready? What two numbers multiply and make 36, and when you subtract them, they make 35? Well, how's that possible? How could it be that close and they're subtracting? Oh, of course, 36 and one. All right, here we go, are you ready? Watch what happens when you come up with the number 24. That's even more fun. Two numbers that when you multiply them together, add up to 10. And you say, well, that's no problem. Two numbers that multiply and make 24 and add up to 10, that's fine, it's four and six. But what if the question was the two numbers that multiply and make 24 and they subtract and make 10? And you think, what? You can take two numbers and add them to get 10, like four and six that multiply and make 24, but now you're saying there's two numbers that when you subtract them can still make 10, but when you multiply them make 24? Yeah, what are the numbers? 12 and two, 12 minus two is 10, 12 times two is 24. Now, why am I sharing this with you? Well, again, one of the biggest struggles that young people have when they get into their first year of algebra and when I see them again in Algebra 2, when they take pre-calculus with me, when they're getting ready for the SAT, the ACT, whether they're taking a college placement test, when they're back working in a geometry course and factoring shows up, all of these places where they've got to deal with factoring over and over and over again, they play the multiply add game. Now I'm going to give you an example of the multiply add game in Algebra and here's how it works. 
Think about if you understood the game, how much easier this would make things for young people. Let me give you an expression. Here it comes in algebra. X squared plus 5X plus 6. And you say, well, what am I supposed to do with that? Well, the directions would be factor X squared plus 5X plus 6. And you think factor, what does that mean? Well, you're coming up with what two things can multiply together to make X squared plus 5X plus 6. And you think back and you think, oh, how do I do that? Well, you play the multiply add game. Now here are the numbers again. Are you ready? X squared plus 5X plus 6. The last number, 6, is the multiply number. That second number, that one in the middle, 5, the 5X, is the add number. X squared plus 5X plus 6, the multiply add game. What multiplies and makes 6? That adds up to 5, and you say, oh, I got it. What multiplies and makes 6? 2 and 3, that at the same time adds up to 5. Now you can factor X squared plus 5X plus 6 into X plus 2 times X plus 3. The multiply add game at its finest. Now, that's kind of an easy one to do, but can you imagine if your young people get really good at the multiply add game and what's possible for them? By the way, you could introduce negative numbers to them too. Let's take it to an advanced version. Here it comes. What if I wanted the number to multiply and make negative 24? Well, if you're gonna multiply and get negative 24, you need a positive number and a negative number. Okay, fine. Well, what two numbers multiply and make negative 24 and at the same time add up to positive 10? And you think, oh my goodness, we're back to that again? We are. Remember we said 12 minus two? Well, that's the same thing as 12 plus negative two. Multiply add game. What multiplies and makes negative 24? 12 times negative two. It's the same game we played a little while ago when we said subtract. It's because the numbers actually multiply and make the negative. 12 times negative 2. Now that's getting into some more advanced kinds of math. By the way, if you want some practice worksheets on this, I'm happy to send them to you and give you as much as you need about playing the multiply add game. Get into some bigger numbers as well and looking at all the different patterns and factors that are out there. Let's take it one more step. Are you ready? What if I said this? What if you had to multiply and get positive 24 and at the same time, you have to add and get negative 10. Now you're thinking to yourself, Mr. D, what are you doing? Here I am out for my morning walk, driving the kids in the car. We're just listening to this podcast, and you want me to figure out what multiplies and makes positive 24, and at the same time, the same two numbers add and make negative 10? What a great conversation to have with young people about this. Two numbers that multiply and make a positive, they would both be negative like negative four times negative six. A negative times a negative makes a positive. But if you're adding a negative and a negative, it's going to stay negative. It's just a number getting more negative. So here's my numbers. What multiplies and makes positive 24 and at the same time adds up to negative 10? You guessed it, negative four and negative six. Now, can you imagine how much mileage you can get out of the multiply ad game at whatever level you're ready to play? Maybe you want to start right at the beginning. Just adding, that's fine. And then just subtracting, that's fine. And then what can you do? Well, now you can start to introduce negative numbers. 
Now you can start to introduce what multiplies and makes a positive and still adds up to a negative. What multiplies and makes a negative and adds up to a positive. Or what multiplies and makes a negative and adds up to a negative. There are so many different possibilities. By the way, as a person that does write curriculum and works with teachers to teach my own curriculum, if your young people are coming to the party ready to go, knowing how to play the multiply ad game already, oh, makes our job easier too. So thanks for that, moms. If you're out there and you're playing the multiply ad game, let's try one more. Are you ready? Here it comes. Just for fun, two numbers that multiply and make 72, and at the same time, they subtract and make 14. Now you've got some work to do on that. Two numbers that multiply and make 72, and at the same time, subtract and make 14? Well, let's see. There's eight times nine. No, that subtracts and makes one. That doesn't work. How about 12 times six? No, that subtracts and makes six. Aha, uh -huh, it's getting bigger. I need numbers that are bigger than 12, lower than six. Okay, well, five, that doesn't work. Oh, four. If you can hear my thought process, you can hear how the game works. Four and 18, those are the numbers. It multiplies and makes 72, and at the same time, subtracts and makes 14. If that doesn't get your mind thinking and spinning, can you imagine what it's like for young people in an Algebra 1 class who've never even heard of that game before and then we ask them to play? So play the game now. So later on, when young people encounter algebra and factoring, it's easy for them. By the way, you'll sharpen your own math skills as well by playing the game with your young people. And you'll start to notice patterns and relationships that exist between numbers. It will get you thinking. And thinking is one of the things that leads to young people becoming truly self-directed learners. The ability to think and think on their own and solve problems. And that's what we want, great problem solvers. Okay, well there it is. You have played the Multiply Ad Game. And if you want more information on that, what do you have to do? Just email me, dennis at mrdmath.com, D-E-N-N-I-S and M-R-D-M-A-T-H.com. Have a great week, everyone. Have fun with the Multiply Ad Game. And if you want more samples of how to play, just send me an email and I'll be happy to send them to you. Talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.